It's hump day replay. Hump day replay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get this in hump day replay. My favourite day of the week. <laughs> oh, oh right. Georgie, <laughs> boy. He's done it again. Hump day replay. Hump day replay. The show about the daily talk show. We're here with the usual crew, Mason, Jess and Grace. And we've got author, founder of Z Feed and host of Debatable Podcast, Crystal Andrews. Hi. I am so stoked <laughs> to be on a podcast that I am in the intro music. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real oh, career highlight. What a feature. <laughs> so you've actually been on every single episode that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for my crown. <laughs> I can't actually remember what that bit was about on the Daily Talk Show. What did you want in Hump Day Replay? I can't remember. Probably, some should, some dumb thing that I <laughs> said probably. It. It, was, um, it was one of the episodes, I think, during the like initial lockdown that the boys mm-hmm. had recorded and that's when your Hump Day – well, this was really about the Hump Day Replay videos, like the weekly yes. recaps. That's what that's what I wanted to be in. I got oh, what I sorry. wanted. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just stuck with this instead. <laughs> What's going on? How's that? How's Sydney Sydney life? Sydney life is pretty great actually. Like I mean, I I feel bad cuz all you guys are in Melbourne and I think <laughs> still relatively locked down, right? But mm, over here yes. it's kind of you know, we're managing it. People are out and about, you know, you've got your contact tracing checking into like every restaurant or bar or whatever that you go to. So I think people are just kind of trying to deal. Um, it's not it's not so bad and the weather's been beautiful. So, you know, everyone's out and about in the <laughs> suburbs. Oh, man, why can't we? Why can't we? <laughs> no. Yeah, it would be nice. What do you think went wrong for us? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Where do you start? How yeah. long's the list? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, I mean, it is, it is a big, um, yeah, it is a big topic, but also like, <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is annoying. Like at least the weather for us is like picking up. So, well, and okay. now and now you Those can kind of lines. meet with a few more people, right? And you can spend a little bit more time outside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully we can all hang out for Mason's birthday, which <laughs> oh, is November yeah. one. Yeah, November hopefully. One. What do you reckon the chances are that they'll ease by then? I mean, Probably well, slim. we we've we've got an announcement on what like the nineteenth or whatever, and then maybe yeah. from there there will be something. But. <sighs> Yeah. I think Mason, do you it's have on the 18th, like a, actually, which is good, sooner. <laughs> oh, is it? A Sunday. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Do you have a contingency plan, Mason, of like the different levels of celebration that you would... It's almost like you need to match what your party is to what level of, you know, restriction you guys have. Yeah, are. well, I mean... True. Yeah, I mean, ho- I think we might be able to get away... So, I mean, the, there's an option where we could do like groups at a park and you just have your own little cluster <laughs> and it's like a big a socially distanced group like that or it could be virtual or if they do ease the restrictions then we can have maybe 10 people yeah if and so that's everyone at bmc <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> Does it just become like the most exclusive party of the year? Like it's really, really VIP and maybe you could have like, could people win? Like could you have a competition and you can like win entry to Mason's 21st? Oh, that would be I think that would be cool. That would be (laughs) very cool. The the only problem with that is if it's 10 people, then one person from BMC needs to be kicked out. So, (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think draw straws. Yeah, we have to draw straws. Yeah. Yeah. Could we do shifts? Oh, could do shifts. <laughs> I mean, as yeah. long as a two-hour rule is, yeah. doesn't apply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of planning that goes into it. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you reckon, Crystal, the, the odds of the borders being open by Christmas are New South Wales borders? Um, well, I think there was an announcement just recently about Tasmania. They're opening up to all of the other like WA, Northern Territory, South Australia and Queensland. And then they're going to reconsider or, or they're going to announce another strategy about New South Wales in a couple, in a week or so. And then they're going to talk about Victoria at the beginning of right. November or December or something. So I don't know. I feel like there's movement. Um, mm. Like Grace, I'm from Perth. I'm from WA and the border stance there is pretty yeah. hard yeah. line. So I the- don't think that's changing anytime soon. Yeah, no. It's hard to see other states having that the conversation about opening borders and and what they're going to do and it's kind of just like a hard no from the wa government so (laughs) 
Did they say it was, it was a hard no till like January or something? Isn't it? Is that what they said? Or I think now it's like April. Mm, yeah, oh, looking really? to, oh, into wow. next year, April, and, yeah. and then latest June or something like that. But that's all yeah. dependent on case numbers and things like that over here. So we'll they want see. 28 days of no mm. community transmission, which is obviously going to be a pretty hard <laughs> task yeah. to achieve. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I mean, mean, this is just their ploy to. Um, get rid of the rest of Australia. They want to become their own country. (laughs) 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 They do. (laughs) I mean, speaking of announcements, uh, Crystal, you've had a couple of your own. New website launch and going out on your own. The website looks great, by the way. Oh, Um, thanks. But during... (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Deserves a clap. (laughs) Uh, During the week, though, we, we did speak about some things like where we've been uncomfortable in our lives and and sort of like challenging yourself. And I think JB has got a little snippet to play. Shepparton for me was um, confronting because I hadn't done all these things. It's so much new stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you and I are navigating a whole bunch of new stuff, which is uncomfortable. Doesn't mean it's bad. Mm. Because well, you want to feel like you're at capacity. (laughs) Like it feels like you want to. Like I think about the times where I've uh, lived and really like, you know, been really proud of myself, it's in times where I have been uncomfortable. It's it's a weird one because we're like, it's almost like we're suckers for pain. A lot of greatness comes out of pain. When was the last time that you felt that you switched off? Probably last Christmas. Mm-hmm. But then like, look at this fucking year. Never getting to really switch off. We can't do holidays, but we should at least consider annual leave. When it is a smaller team like ours, mm-hmm. we can actually just have a meeting about like who wants to take what, where. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. So, how long have you been doing your own thing, and like what is what does that entail? Uh, it's been full time now for pretty much just over a month. Yeah. Um. So it's all pretty pretty so fresh. Really exciting. Um. I've listened to that episode. Uh, of the clip that you just played and it's funny because I actually think I haven't got to the uncomfortable part yet mm-hmm. I almost feel like I'm almost living in this little bliss state because up until you know a month ago I was working full-time and then running Z feed on the side which was just like burning the candle at both ends on an unbelievable scale like I was so fucking tired yeah. I just I think got to a point where I was starting to do everything really badly um and so when I was made redundant from work it was a day of kind of shock because it was a little bit unexpected but once that first day had passed I was like this is actually brilliant I'm going to be able to focus on one thing and just give it all of my energy and and give it everything which I'd been wanting to do I think for a little while and it gave me the push so if anything I'd think I'm I'm sort of still just Mm. like loving being able to to put all my energy towards it and feeling actually quite rested because I'm not doing you know crazy uh 18 hour days or whatever anymore oh yeah for sure I mean so yeah go on oh no I was about to say so like the that that moment of the realization where you're just like, oh yeah, I can actually spend all this time on Z feed and put all your energy into it as opposed to splitting it. What was that like? Oh, it was just the best, the best feeling. And almost like too many, my brain just started to get flooded with all these ideas because when you're operating on limited time, it's just an obvious choice that you go, okay, I've only got so much time. We go on list of priority. What do I think will have the most impact? We only do those things. But now it's like every day is such an opportunity. I could do so many things. I've got like a content plan up on my wall, which is way too ambitious. <laughs> like it's, I've almost gone to the other end where it's like, I could do this and this and this and this. Not realistic, but I'm definitely getting more done than I was before. That's for sure. <laughs> how's, the, um, how's the podcast going? I'm still having so much fun doing it. It's... um. It's been a quite a journey. Like I don't know anything about editing audio. It still probably sounds not amazing. I'd hate to like hear um, Mason your tips on the production <laughs> value. It's probably shocking, but it's great. That it's, does sound good. <laughs> that's very good. I was listening to it this morning, actually. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I feel bless. like we we started yeah. our podcast pretty much around the same time. I think we've done like the same amount of. We launched the same day. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh, I was right. like, "Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I'm launching on bloody Hump Day replay launch day. This is never going to work out for me, is it?" Oh no. 
<laughs> no, it's a great podcast. We um, yeah, but there's like so much stuff going on right now. Like, how do you how are you do you switch off at all? Uh, I'm the worst person to ask about this because I know that I should, um, and everybody should, but I, I don't think I do a very good job of it. Yeah. Um, the only way that I would say that I really kind of like force my mind off it is now like of a weekend, if my boyfriend and I sit down. Um, to like have dinner and watch something on the couch. I'm always like, can we watch a comedy? Like, can we watch something funny? And he's actually just last weekend said, why do you always want to watch? Like you always are asking to watch like some dumb, like not even a good comedy, just something stupid. (laughs) But it's definitely because everything that I deal with now, like on a daily basis is quite dense and it's heavy. And it's like, you've, I don't know, you just have to give it so much brain power to even figure out like what's going on that when it comes to the weekends, I'm just like Saturday night, just let me watch some comedian stand. It's like literally like the clown needs to perform for me now because <laughs> I, I have to switch my brain off. But then um, when Trump comes on the TV and does something ridiculous, then are you straight back onto the computer and it's writing like, stuff? <laughs> yeah. Like that's how do you do that? I think the little niche I'm trying to carve out for Z Feed is more about explaining the news rather than reporting on it. And that is a deliberate decision because right now I'm just one person um, operating from a dining table in a spare room. So I don't have a huge amount of resources, but there's also like so many other fully resourced, well-established news outlets that are you know, they're doing this 24-7, they're breaking news, that's what they're there to do. So I don't think it serves me to kind of like jump into that game of being first and being fast. Mm -hmm. I almost want to deliberately uh, pause, take a step back, wait for more information to come out. Um, And my kind of thing in the niche I'm kind of, you know, sort of trying to carve out is saying, okay, I'm going to contextualize everything. I'm going to bring together the various different bits and pieces that have all come out in separate articles, separate reports, like in any other, you know, news outlet, that would be seven different articles, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to bring that together into one piece. Um, So while I might like, if something happens, I might jump on my phone and follow what's happening. I've kind of been smart in meaning in making it so that I don't need to jump on the computer and start typing straight away Mm. because I just think as one person, like it's just, it's too hard to do. Do you think that's one way of like dealing with, the potential overwhelm that may come from having to be the first to report on something or or to stop yourself from from if you have got all these ideas of what you want to do being like like being purposeful and going right stop we'll stop and do what we and and look at everything and then go ahead do you think that's the one way of overcoming overwhelm yeah absolutely and it even you know kind of lines up with what josh and tommy have been speaking about with growing their business it's it's a long game not a short game um it's not a sprint and short-term growth is is great and will get you so far but that's probably not sustainable um Mm. I think it's kind of one way but yeah I'm I'm definitely not the person to ask about strategies for managing (laughs) overwhelm I did see one of of them actually it was it was actually very cool and I think Grace actually messaged you about it it was those coloring in uh things for like body anatomy like it was very like very cool yeah so my um my psychologist has said to me that I have um work addiction I guess. And she was like, but you also just have this, like, I think a lot of people would have listening would probably experience this as well. You have this like very intense relationship with achievement and success. And it's like being on that hamster wheel of like always having to hit another achievement and always needing to do something impressive. Um, So she was like, you know, you need a hobby, basically you need a life, (laughs) but you have to be careful that the hobby that you choose isn't just another thing that you can turn into a competitive task. So if you pick up a sport, that's not really helpful to you to unwind if you then become really focused on being like awesome at that sport. So you have to find something that's like a a disconnect for your brain from the work that you're doing, but that you also cannot get competitive about. Um, So that is why I'm very late to the mindful colouring in trend. Um, And my boyfriend is a medical student. So he had this awesome like download of, yeah, anatomical diagrams 
that they use to like, you know, learn about the body and like learn all the different systems and stuff. So you're supposed to color in like a certain, it's got labels on the side so that you like color in different body parts in like different colors to help you learn. I'm not learning about the body. <laughs> They're really cool diagrams. <laughs> it's kind of like the mindfulness of coloring, but if people do want to learn, I guess if this is probably not what your psych wants you to do, like learn, feel like you're learning something. Like that's why I kind of messaged you about it because I was like, oh, that'd be a great way to like learn something new about the body. It's you know, really interesting. Ra- rather than just the coloring in, the mindfulness yeah. side of it. It was, oh, I could learn something from this. So. I like think yeah. even if you're not. The triceps are like I still have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll colour in together. Yeah. <laughs> the one I um, shared was like a brain. It was like the brain and like the brain stem and all, yeah, all that stuff is like just, it's crazy. There's That's so many different sections you've got to colour in. That's right. <laughs> so how do you measure success then if in uh, with the Z feed and the Instagram um, and the website? I have been trying to just think about the impact that I can make. I'm not huge right now. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, your reach is a certain size. Like you're not going to be the biggest, you know, the biggest independent media player out there in like one month. That's not how it works. Mm. Um, But every message that I get of someone who says, you know, that was really helpful. That helped me understand it. This is a really good way of thinking about it. I think that's kind of where I, that's what helps me keep going. Um, Yeah. You know, because it's just like that's I'm trying to do what I would have wanted when I was starting out um, and when I'm kind of learning, when I was learning to get involved in politics and like all these kind of issues, you just want someone to explain it to you in language you can understand. So if people are telling me that that's what I'm doing, then I think that's a it great is. sign and I'll You're keep doing going. that. It's exactly <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> It's so good. Everything is great. Like the aesthetic mm. is so good. How did you, how long did it take to come up with that kind of look and those colours and is that just something that comes naturally? <laughs> I, I had worked with a, a designer in the beginning who kind of just yeah. like laid out some broad brand guidelines in terms of like the colors. She gave me the fonts like and just, mm. you know, gave like the framework for it. Um, but I probably horrify her every time I put together a post because it's like <laughs> just a misma- mishmash of all these different elements she told me to use. Um, but I figure as long as people like it, it doesn't need to be too polished. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, you yeah, got like great. sort of memes in there as well occasionally. I feel like we all need a laugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I love I the Instagram great. reels as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so great. You're doing great. It's, but it's like, I remember like the day that it was like rolling out or whatever, you were going hard on it. It was just so great. I loved it. I like making little Instagram reels. Like the reach on those, there's a hot tip for anyone oh, who's like wanting to so grow But they're so informative. Them. The Isn't ones you've done are so informative. And I was I like, oh like my The God. ones I've been doing lately oh. are just dance me i don't know <laughs> maybe the first ones you did were very informed i was like how is she getting f- all this information in 15 seconds like <laughs> do you know what it really taught me like you guys probably would already know this but tiktok seems like it's so easy to do but then when you actually make a tiktok it's really time consuming Right. I haven't delved into that world yet. No, I'm too scared <laughs> it as looks well. too hard. <laughs> I don't you need have another Jess? thing to be addicted to. Have yeah. you done it, Jess? You've made I mean, TikToks. I haven't done the proper ones um, like that you're talking about, but I, I have made a couple of <laughs> really? TikTok videos. Yeah. What What are they? And then I deleted them because there was a guy that I was kind of talking to, and he wanted to follow me on TikTok. <laughs> do you have <laughs> them so saved? Them. Do you have them saved somewhere? Yeah, you can keep. I've got the draft somewhere. Oh my god! Can we put it on Hump Day? Absolutely not. <laughs> what what challenge did we, were you doing? Like challenges? Which ones were they? I can I do know. the um, the um, the Starlight one by um, what's his name? Buddy. Oh, the dancers. Yeah. Oh, I I can do the Carol Baskin. Husband or actor? You do it with Josh. Can he do it? Can't yeah. Josh do the um yeah the Carol Baskin one? Yeah, there yeah, was a period Josh of time where he went on went hard on those TikToks. TikTok, yeah. <laughs> Josh did it. He did a reel the other day, first reel. I know. With Bree, he messaged me saying I did my first reel. <laughs> That's I huge. thought it was really funny. It was, it was great. great, wasn't it? <laughs> the editing was great. How it like loops. You know, it starts mm. on the rewind section. Yeah. And then I've seen a lot of TikTokers. I mean, I don't go on TikTok, but I've seen like the <laughs> videos that I've seen. Guy. <laughs> they'll start with like the ending almost so it like catches your eye and then when it loops around then like so so the, in the video the ending is the intro <laughs> <I'm> explaining <laughs> this like a 40 year old 
It's clever. Very clever. <laughs> yeah, it's you're, you're watching a loop. You're watching a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's basically like, you know, MySpace, customizing your MySpace profile was like intro to coding for millennials. And I feel like TikTok is intro to video production and editing for Gen Z. Like when you've grown up with this, they're going to be so much better at this stuff by the time they're, you know. That is so By the true. time that's a real skill that you're going to use in work. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's I mean, way more effects. effects on TikTok than yeah. <laughs> whatever you use, Chibi. Yeah. <laughs> exa- like, legit, like some of the effects you see on TikTok would take me a week to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tracking and, you know. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. Yeah. So, Just um, move all your video editing into TikTok now. Just use the <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this okay. episode of Hump Day is produced <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> Who looks after the Daily Talk Show TikTok page? Oh. Josh. That's all. Josh. It is him. Yeah, yeah. Because I, be I sometimes Jess. send videos. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like it needs to be me. I sometimes send videos there, and um, I get no responses, which is quite <laughs> odd because those videos are very funny. And <laughs> oh, so you, what do you mean you send videos there? Oh, like I'll just, you know, if I find something funny, I forward oh. it on to everyone in my oh, contacts so you, list. You're a real so you active actually, TikTok user. Yeah. Oh. I spend so much time on TikTok. Do you know, if you just want to, if you just want to belly laugh, like you just feel down or flat or whatever, like just go on TikTok and make yourself laugh. Do you guys want me to? You guys should sign up, and I'll send you like my top twenty videos. I don't know if I, I want to sign up. To be honest, yeah. why? It's my best so friend said she's addicted to it. So I literally connect it to my TV from my phone, and I just sit there some nights, just like scrolling, scrolling through. See, this is my issue. I don't really watch TV shows, but I do stupid time-wasting shit like this. Anyway, I've derailed no the idea. conversation this, again. We call you TikTok Jess. Is that your new name? <laughs> well, we went through a few nicknames this morning. <laughs> Did you? Jess yeah. messaged us saying she needs a nickname. Oh, what are the options? Well, there was a few like dire ones that you guys put into the Slack <laughs> last night. But the reason that I want one is because we're writing our bios and I went to write mine and I was like, hang on a sec. I'm just boring old Jess. And like everyone, we've got 97, we've got GB and George. Uh, you know. Can I actually just say, I'm a, can I make an announcement on, on Hump Day Replay? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've changed my uh, Instagram name. Oh, <gasps> I saw what? Like a little white you? George. No, to GB. I, Oh, oh, that would be great. That would be that. good. That, That's that, a power that was definitely move. taken. That is definitely a power move. It's just oh, Georgie Boy, Boy Martin. Martin. Oh, Georgie Boy One word. That's great. Um, just to, you know, a bit of a rebrand. When did you do that? <laughs> Last night when I was just, before I fell asleep. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst you're through TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So, you. that's huge. I thought Josh would, would pick it up by now, but he hasn't. <laughs> So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. He's usually all over that stuff. <laughs> like I grow one follower and he's like, Jess, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, Z Feed has got some like pretty big names. Like, who's the most famous person following Z Feed, you reckon? Oh. Zoe Foster Blake is. We I love a celeb name drop. <laughs> yeah. Zoe Foster Blake is. Lara Worthington is. And she was actually following it like, quite early, like before it. Um, really? Before it really grew which was really exciting to me i'm trying to think who flume else. flume is oh my god i'm so i'm just famous i'm just <laughs> yeah, an influential person <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool that's it's so um cool. it's it's kind of mind-boggling it's weird it, it definitely comes with a different like responsibility and some days i would never wish away you know what i've got and you know it needs to keep growing like it can always be bigger, but some days I absolutely think this would be easier if it was just the 900 people there that it was at the beginning of the year. Like it definitely, mm. there's a different level of responsibility that you feel. And I, I don't know how people who have like hundreds of thousands of followers oh. deal with it. I don't, mm. Yeah. It's full on. For sure. I mean, it's even just like a couple of weeks ago or whatever, when, when Joe Rogan was sort of criticized for the false information that he was talking about on this podcast like even looking at him do the actual apology video like right to the camera like the pressure of that just looked like yeah real intense yeah i'm waiting for the day that i get i will get cancelled <laughs> <laughs> that it, it's gonna happen and i know first. that I, yeah 
I don't know what it will be. I don't know if it'll be something that I do in the future or if it's something from the past that will be dug up. Mm. Maybe I'm a little paranoid, but I definitely know that I'll be called out for something. Mm. So I've just been really paying attention to other people's apologies and figuring out what's like good and what's bad. (laughs) Writing it already. When the time comes, (laughs) I'll have a really good apology. (laughs) I mean, do you get ahead of the curve? Like, do you do you bring it up when you, <laughs> if you know you've said something slightly off, do you wait till someone calls it out or do you get, get in there first? I don't know. I feel like the majority of people who get called out like that though, don't realize that the thing that they said or did or whatever, mm. like it's, it's not actually being aware that it's yeah. been jarring to people or that it's offended people or whatever. So I'm not even sure if you fully can get in front of it because True. if you don't know, then you can't. Mm. Mm. What do you when think it could possibly be though? Oh, I have so many <laughs> controversial opinions. <laughs> really? Who knows? But is having <laughs> controversial opinions a bad thing? Like, yeah, you know, I like would... if they're, I mean, obviously there are some controversial opinions that <laughs> I would disagree with, but <laughs> if you have differing opinions, that's not a bad thing. Thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. You're not I, spreading I, fake, like, you're not putting out fake news yeah no well i'm definitely <laughs> fake I'm, news. I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah. yeah i know what you mean i think yeah. it's not it's not so much like differing differing opinions but i definitely like say things to my boyfriend that i would never repeat mm, <laughs> yeah. Else. Yeah. so if you get cancelled it's because of him it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll blame him if we break up i'm it. fucked <laughs> absolutely fucked <laughs> oh, God. well so that's where we get our news from z feed uh mm. And Josh has been trying to figure out where he's going to get his news from. So here's a little snippet from, from that. We've seen a huge shift just in our lifetime of, of things that we didn't even focus on, mm-hmm. but have become a real focal point for, you know, as you become older. You well, know? So I wonder, I wonder when I get older, whether I'll be seen as like a cons- like more conservative. <laughs> it's funny to think about you as an old conservative. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to work out a way to watch all of the news like your singing ends and stuff mm. does anyone have a good solution where it's not going to cost me that much but i can have it just on and absorb all that sort of terrible things you just want it in the background <laughs> yeah i just wanted to, to you know <laughs> sort of, just sort of sit in my brain like my my favorite thing to do was to go on holidays and then be in the hotel room in the air con with cnn what cnn on looking up other holidays to go on. <laughs> where he's like, come on, you're we're in, in Dubai. Like, let's just go out. And like, it's like, no, oh, I reckon let's go on Bastard. Nomad List and find where the next place is going to be. <laughs> so That's a weird just, At the thought. start of that, do you think that um, people get, because like, things are changing all the time and uh, like, will we be seen as kind of conservative in the future? If we're, if we feel like we're, we've got progress progressive ideas now oh yeah for sure i think the goalposts move all the time it just happens Mm. um and you know there's there's a theory as well like the more that we um address some of these issues that are like you know that nobody would argue against being wrong and the more we kind of like heal these systemic issues the more that uh, that it unveils another layer that's beneath that and the problems kind of get more and more specific and more and more um not small is not the right word but you know our tolerance for what is absolutely unacceptable keeps refining down and that's just like something that will always happen yeah i absolutely think that in josh will be an old conservative guy (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's not super hard to imagine but you know we'll all be i just yeah i wonder all the time like what would my grandkids think of this era and there's probably something that they that they look back and think oh i can't Mm. believe you guys didn't realize and didn't change this but it's just you know it's different yeah it's so interesting well this is what i was thinking about watching the attenborough doco the other day like God, I, I feel like it's it's the eighteen year olds now who are right into that sort of. Hopefully, they can just save it for us because because <laughs> we're not doing shit about it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're like once all the oldies die, <laughs> you know, it's the kids that are finishing school now who are climate Be activists and all it. that stuff. That I feel like they got such a great understanding of this, and hopefully, they can. 
they can, they can save <laughs> but the they're day. the ones they're gonna have as he said in the documentary they're the ones that they're gonna have to deal with yeah i know you know the consequences of how we and the generations before us have acted so like no wonder they are so into climate change and climate you know they are climate activists because that's the world they're going to live in it's almost not optional. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, they you know. have to take action. They have to take a stand on it. So, yeah. It's awful. It was such a good doco though. Have you so seen it? So good. I yeah. haven't. Not yet. Oh, Definitely put it on the list. Yeah. Grace cried last night. I, 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 was, yeah. I was in tears as well. Like I, my eyes were just watering. I was crying. Just, yeah, it's same. just like thinking about, yeah, the kids, like if I'm lucky to have kids, what my kids will have to experience. And then if they're lucky to have kids, what they'll experience, we'll have to deal with if we don't do something about it. So... It yeah, maybe question wanting kids because mm. yeah. like, do I want to bring them into this world? But I mean, we we should fix, try and fix it. Yeah, definitely. We jump to conclusions like that, yeah. but it is possible. Yeah. Like that, the, the doco ended with hope. Yeah, and um, sorry, know. probably just ruined it for you, Christmas. But you know, I think it's also like, I mean, one David Attenborough is absolutely a global treasure, yeah. and mm. I've just a phenomenal phenomenal human being mm. um but i think it's also like you know th- what he's saying and, and what the story that he's telling isn't a new one and he's told this he's had this same message and told this same same story so many times um but it doesn't hurt to hear it again and it doesn't hurt to be optimistic about these things because otherwise what's the point like if we don't think that we can fix it well yeah. then we may as well just give up right now and we may as well just lay over and like roll over and die Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and the thing is like netflix being that global platform where he can actually convey the message as well like i think that's even from like his point of view from going from like a real localized bbc channel that's just broadcasting somewhere in the uk to being able to go across the world with netflix i mean grace and i after i mean just on josh's stuff he actually did find uh uh like a subscription it's actually free but a channel suggested by dr k in the us and he can watch cnn but it did prompt um grace and myself to just start dialing in our news consumption and you posted an article a while ago on z feed about how to understand the news and it had like the the sort of almost timeline of like left and right and where the news organizations sit within that and I guess, like, w- what were you sort of trying to convey with that? Like, what should people be doing with their consumption of news? So the real thing that I wanted to get across there is that all news outlets will have some kind of bias and that's not necessarily wrong per se because everybody and everything has bias. Like, it's really, really hard to be completely neutral Um, so that just means that we need to be aware of what it is. And it means that if you're only consuming from, um, sources that have a really similar stance and a really similar view, you could be missing out on lots of information and you definitely exist in like an echo chamber where you're just getting fed the same kind of story over and over again. Um, so the advice that was in that article was basically just like, look at this spectrum. And if your favorite news site is on the left, pick one other news site that's on the right and just commit to reading that regularly so you kind of get a flavour for what the other side is and vice versa. If your favourite news site happens to be on the right side of the spectrum, pick somewhere on the left and you don't have to agree with what they're saying but you should at least know what it's what the other narrative is mm-hmm. um, because otherwise you just won't be able to spot the patterns that are maybe twisting the information that you might receive mm-hmm. um, and, and, and all sources do it like it's it's really hard to not do that oh totally do i you, think yeah oh, oh i was say when with looking at z feed and what to put on z feed are you pulling from all sources on that kind of timeline or like you've got a, a yeah, yeah. Like there's copious amounts of research in that yeah. like yeah how what is the collation process <laughs> <It> starts <laughs> one browser window <laughs> where you'll like Here we go. search a, well, i search a key you know, whatever I'm trying to find, mm-hmm. a key phrase. And then, I mean, this isn't, I don't think this is interesting. And I'm sure everybody researches like this. But then I just like pick a few of the sites that I know and like and mm. find that I easily understand. And so I'll like open a bunch of those in a new tab. 
And then if most of those are from a certain persuasion, I'll then like go through the Google list and find the ones who might be opposite or offering differing opinions. Mm. And then I'll open those in a bunch of new tabs. And then I'll just kind of go to more of like, I really like going to Reddit actually. Reddit's I, great. I love Reddit. Any but great subreddits? So, oh, well, I mean, everyone's <laughs> obsessed with Am I the Asshole at the moment. <laughs> oh really? Absolutely I haven't love. seen this. Oh, you know, you guys need to look at Am I the Asshole? Okay, great. People <laughs> people anonymously send in situations where people in the lives their lives are saying like you're an asshole for doing this and they explain it all and then everyone on Reddit weighs in and decides whether or not they're an asshole. Oh, <laughs> That's just like the classic pub test, isn't it? Yes. That's yeah. I love mate. that. Okay. Does it always um, end up with just, yes, you are? <laughs> no, there's a real mix. And some okay. of the situations are wild, absolutely wild. <laughs> um, but from a research point of view, I think Reddit's good for finding out, you know, exactly as you said, Jess, the pub test, like what do people actually think and what are the opinions, even if I don't agree with them, because um, that kind of like helps you figure out what questions you need to answer to fill in the gaps. And then it's just a shitload of reading. You just have to read everything. There's no real way around it, unfortunately. Yeah. We we also love talking about note taking apps. Any any recommendations? <laughs> no, okay. I'm so I I don't use any of these like productivity <laughs> hacks, like streamlined services. It's it's literally like a Google Doc, okay. and I what, just take notes what as about I go. Making the Instagram post is it Photoshop or? Yeah, Photoshop. Photoshop, yeah, great. Yeah, I think I learned how to use Photoshop and InDesign when I was um, editing a magazine like years and years ago Mm -hmm. and then I just never learned any other apps and now that's That's what I use. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's the deal? I don't know if this is too much, but Gladys, what's Mm. going on with her? (laughs) I only saw a few headlines this morning, but I haven't actually really looked into it. So the top line is um, a... A political figure, I've forgotten his first name already, but the last name's Maguire, and he was, I think, the MP for Wagga, um, is being investigated for corruption, basically. Um, as part of that investigation, it's come out that she has had very close ties to this person. Um, so they're basically trying to find out whether or not she, the extent of the corruption, whether or not she knew anything about it. Obviously, if she did, you know, that's career ending as it should be. Um, but if she didn't, she didn't. Uh, as these things go, in the course of this investigation, it was kind of like question the nature of their relationship and the relationship was a um, saucy one. <laughs> wow. It's it's very impressive that you know that just like, it's very cool. The other, the other <laughs> thing, <laughs> because none of us know, the Royal Commission into the Murdoch media. What's what's the deal with that? Oh, gosh, that's an even bigger. So I'm <laughs> yeah. actually working on a big explainer on that for Z Feed. Oh, great. Gosh, great. I need to like collect my positioning and make sure I get this all right. <laughs> okay. So basically, this is a spoiler alert. Anyone who listens to this still needs to go read the article because I still need the views, okay, people? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but Kevin Rudd is calling for a Royal Commission into the concentration of media ownership in Australia. Basically, Australia actually does have a very concentrated media landscape, which just means that all of the different outlets like TV stations, radio networks, they're actually owned by a much smaller uh, group of companies that you would think. So News Corp Australia, which is owned by Rupert Murdoch, which is why they call it like Murdoch Media, Uh, I think News Corp owns over two-thirds, it's like 65% of all of the print news media in the country. Um, And that's just the one company. And then the next biggest is Nine Entertainment Co., which bought Fairfax last year. So then they own pretty much all of the other newspapers. Um, So these two companies pretty much control the news output of the the country. And the the other issue is that I think... Um, the Murdoch son is at Lachlan owns part of Fairfax as well, and traditionally they're oh. known for News Corp, and that being a right wing kind of uh, network, I suppose. But yeah, having that access to Fairfax as well, it's not great. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like any basic business principle in any industry 
competition is good for consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically the, that's the crux of the whole thing. Yeah, wow. if, if all the media is owned by two, you know, two players, yeah. that's a duopoly. Like, is that good for consumers? Um, and obviously the political influence that comes with two companies that are, have quite similar kind of conservative leanings and political affiliations, mm. not amazing. Um, well, so, yeah. I mean, I, I remember like the, there was a Royal Commission into the banks, like the big four or whatever. Like uh, what what could be some of the potential outcomes? Would they just look at more regulation around ownership and just sort of dividing that up? Yeah, I think this Royal Commission absolutely will not happen. Sure. Um, it's very kind of tricky one to navigate. And I mean, the government, it, it's hard for them to kind of go in and start regulating this area too much because then that doesn't look good as well. But it would it would need to be some sort of um, some sort of regulation. There are a few laws that already exist that try to kind of put a cap on on too much of the media lying with one company, but they can only kind of go so far. There's probably some anti-competitive stuff that um, that could be done, but I don't know what that looks like just yet. Mm. And then the the shit thing in all of this is that it's coming at the same time that there is um, a separate media battle going on between all of the Australian publishers and Google and Facebook. Yes. Basically, we're tr- they're trying to get uh, Google and Facebook to pay for news in this country. So there's like a lot going on. There's a lot happening. And then there's a lot going on. Even in the US, didn't they just hand down or give the findings of the um, like the, 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 all the CEOs, whatever, like Facebook, Amazon, Google, that's all kind of just come out recently. Yeah, I haven't been following that yeah. as as kind of closely. Um, but I think that's a similar sort of there it's an anti competitive yeah. investigation. Antitrust, yeah, antitrust yeah. yeah. To see if they're blocking it's the same thing, like just yeah. to see if they're blocking competitors from entering those markets, which it's it's a fine line to balance because on the one hand, competition's good. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, is it penalizing, you know, companies for being very successful? Yeah. That's the kind of line that they have to walk. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. That wasn't <laughs> fun. Just, no, no, it's a lot to, it's very a lot interesting. to think Just quickly about. on the on the budget stuff. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just read the news. Let's go in deep. Getting all my news from Crystal. Uh, like, how are we gonna get out of all that's a big question. How are they gonna get out of all this debt? And this might sound like a dumb one, but who are we in debt to? Like, how does the um, how does cash work? How does the RBA, (laughs) yeah, like the the RBA and stuff work? Oh, you guys are definitely better off speaking to an economics expert (laughs) about that. I'm not even gonna like go. I'm not even gonna go into it. Right. Well, with okay, what about this? Job maker. So they've they've started this job maker scheme, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Couldn't could it be possible that? So basically the way it works is that going to pay people a, um, a bit of cash to hire younger people that are on welfare. For example, with like fast food chains and stuff where there's a lot of like low skilled older people working, do you think that they're going to fire all those people and then hire the younger people for, for cheap? You know what I mean? Like businesses will be able to get $400 cash a week and the Liberal Party will, will come out and say, look at all these new jobs we've created. But do you think that, like, are they going to be firing a lot of people? Who, I don't, uh, yeah, I guess it's hard to say. Like, you kind of hope, uh, you hope that um, businesses take it in, in sort of in the way that it's intended and don't try to, like, play those games. But, I mean, any regulation or any policy that gets brought in, there are always loopholes. There are always people who are going to try to exploit it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really know whether the budget on the mm. whole is like good or bad for the purpose that um, is intended, which I think is an important thing, like to remember that the purpose of this budget specifically is to try and stop the bleeding of a recession and, and get us out of it. So it maybe is not um, as like long-term as other budgets or as that people had kind of hoped it would be. It's got like one very specific purpose. Um, But, you know, having said that, like, I guess if the information was that young workers were disproportionately affected by coronavirus pandemic and it was the industries that young people are um, employed in that were hit the hardest, 
as I kind of look at it, it's like, this is the problem. So we created something to fix it. It's like mm. whack-a-mole after that. Like it's going to, mm. there, there's always yeah. going to be new problems that pop up, but. Totally. I, oh, yeah, you just I mean, it's to. unprecedented, right? We, like, we've yeah. never been <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> exactly. It's, will there be another robo debt, do you reckon? <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> they better really... not be. They wouldn't dare, would they? Well, you just, have to, you, just have to, you just have to wait and see. Like I don't think, yeah. I, I think no matter what side of politics you're on or, or what your beliefs are, I definitely don't believe that anyone goes into it thinking that they want to do harm. Yeah. You know, shit happens along the way. I think the political process probably like makes makes the participants quite jaded or it's very difficult. Like, I don't know, I've never been in politics. But I don't think anyone goes in thinking, oh, how can I fuck up as many people as possible in this country <laughs> that I love? Like, yeah. no one thinks like that. Mm-hmm. Hope not. <laughs> well, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> like, Trump does maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> You covered um, the budget on your podcast. How do you come up with the the podcast topics and like what what the biggest is it the biggest news article or the biggest news story recently? What's what's your kind of thought process behind that? It's very much like what are people kind of interested in and what do I mostly want to talk about? <laughs> um, so it feels like super self serving at the moment, which is probably not an amazing content <laughs> strategy. Um, but like I was saying before, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to like cover a topic that people are talking about, but not doing just the same as every other Mm -hmm. publisher. So like not have a podcast where I go through, you know, every industry and whether or not they're getting money from the new budget. But we kind of took a step back and, and then said, okay, like let's just look at the two strategies that were available um, for the government to use in this budget and just kind of explain what each of them mean mm. and what the pros and cons are and then just let people make their minds up from there. Like I yeah. try not to tell people what to think too much. I really want to avoid that and just as much as I can while like managing my own bias, get the information, put it together in an understandable way and then just let it lie as it is and kind of just let people make up their own minds. Yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely do that. I do like the solar episodes because you start like one point of view, go to the other and then kind of come back and, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Or So then yeah. you, you provoke questions like as me, the listener, you provoke them in me. So that's, I guess you're doing that. And then I come back at the end and say, <laughs> yeah. and so the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great, next podcast. <laughs> I'm sure it's deeply unsatisfying for everybody listening, no. but that's, that's what it's like, I guess, a lot of the time. Mm, yeah, we just for don't sure. know. Well, um, one thing uh, that we do know is that when we get back into a group setting, we're going to be starting to play a bit of team sports at Big Media Company. Uh, Crystal's not allowed to play though, so she can't join. <laughs> no, <laughs> too competitive. Yeah, she'll be too Could you be the umpire? <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually, that, I love that role for me. I think yeah. I'd be great at that. Umpire, That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, That'd be so we'll brilliant. We'll so here's a little bit about uh, Josh deciding on which gear we should get. Would you ever get your own baseball glove so we can yeah, have our meetings like throwing the baseball? I'd love that. We're going to need headsets. So we're going to need radio headsets that allow us mm-hmm. to communicate from 40 yards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe I'd buy some Frisbees as well. Vortex. Vortex. Haven't seen a Vortex in a long time. I think I want to be the sports equipment guy. Uh, cricket, like you get your, your bat, ball and stumps. If you rock sure. up with stumps, you're fucking... You're into it. And so I reckon 10 items. Basketball, soccer ball, football, gridiron, Frisbee, a, um, a baseball robe, gloves for uh, everyone. There we go. Bocce set. And we're good. But I we just want us to have a clean bag. I don't want it to get... Because I can see this getting messy already and people losing shit and not knowing. Like, you know that I was the kid who managed all the sports equipment in Year 6 and we had a whole tag system. Do you want to be yeah. in cha- the producer of sport equipment so, like, you oh. can sort oh, of yeah. help manage the sporting equipment? I think I could be a good PE teacher. I've always said that. <laughs> I've always <Yeah>. said that? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> so he quickly hand handballed the uh, the job of <laughs> taking Good care analogy. of the sports equipment to you. Yeah, in the one yes. clip, it was literally, "I'm going to be the sports equipment guy." <laughs> Grace, do you want to look after the sports <laughs> equipment? I'll uh, happily do it. Give me something to do. <laughs> so, who's your which footy team do you go for again? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I support the West Coast Eagles. Yeah. And Grace, and Grace <laughs> doesn't know anything. <laughs> you could say that. I mean, you guys did a lot better than us this season. What happened? I didn't shame really, shame I didn't you really got kicked it. out of the finals recently. You know, it was a very, shame. But it was nice very to be in a final. It's nice to have, <laughs> it's nice to have premiership cups. What's even nicer, guys? What? Having a chance of winning. Oh, who do you guys yeah, just you? You support? Go for? At. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they're you my second team. You guys are on a, a, a red hot run. Yeah. I mean, we have been for the last like five or so years. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a second team, Crystal? Like that if, or does your partner, your boyfriend, go for a team? That oh no, he he's not interested in oh. AFL at all. <laughs> but I um I think anyone who's knocked out right now, mm. it's irresponsible to not be barracking for Brisbane at this point. Because you can't have the only grand final potentially ever to not be held at the MCG. It's going to be held in Brisbane and the home team has a shot at actually being in. Like, True. I just think it'd be sad for them to not be there. Classic underdog story, hey? Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what we want to see. Mm. That's what we need, really, in 2020. That's why I go for Dockers. <laughs> <laughs> it's They're the never-ending the <laughs> never underdog story. <laughs> What what other sports equipment could we could we get? Any other main ones that stick out that TJ didn't list? Yeah, what's your favourite social items? sport? Yeah. <laughs> well, all of the like sports equipment you guys were t- talking about kind of like really took me back to nineties primary school kind of like vibes, mm-hmm. and I have the like most distinct memories of like hot summers in Perth on the beach, like family barbecues, playing with those plastic, like the scoop catchy things and the ball that you like, oh, you catch the plastic ball in the little scoop thing and then you throw it back and then and the you, person yeah. catches and it. And you used to make thing. them, um, you could make them out of like milk cartons. Yes. Yeah. And then there was also the Velcro <laughs> paddle one. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. I think that's what you need. Also the... um. Is it totem tennis where the pole stuck oh, in the yes. ground and yes. then you hit, the, you hit the ball around? Yeah, <laughs> tennis ball. Perfect for the beach as well. Oh, great for the beach. Exactly. <laughs> so beach I think chuck, be fun. That, chuck that in the in the yeah. sports <laughs> bag. Grace, you're onto <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I'll, I'll write it yeah. down. I'll make a note of it. How, yeah. how are you going to manage this, Grace? Are you like... I don't know. Labels, Excel. Yeah, what's... Could do Excel. Airtable. Air table. Yeah. Could we set up like a booking system online? Yes. Oh, Yeah. Um, I, I, would, I wouldn't let the um, Gronks, you know, DM the Daily Talk Show or anything because they won't get replied to. There's a dear Mason. Um, <laughs> they throw Mason under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, TJ's so also to... got access. <laughs> it's maybe so he's, he's, I don't think he's I've been ever booted replied. off Instagram half yeah. the time. Yeah, so that's, true. that's true. It falls on you. Um, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. I have to have a think about it. Josh hasn't really spoken to me about it yet, so... <laughs> but maybe I should just start it myself. <laughs> is it going to be like, is there a dedicated sports day? Like is Friday oh. sport day? Oh, so this is what we need. We need like, yeah, we need like PE classes. Like on, on the day, we need to know that that's the day that we're mm. bringing runners and that we're going to have all our gear there ready to oh, play. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to have to bring it into work. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're really going to need to move into an office with like change rooms and showers yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, because if it's in the middle of the day, then you're like all sweaty, hot and sweaty yeah. and stinky after. Oh, yeah. So, and then imagine being sweaty in the office. Oh, nah, that bo, no good. Yeah. <laughs> no good. Especially if Josh doesn't fucking wash his pits every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not ideal. Or it could it just be like you could have like Friday afternoons. That was always the best time to have sport, and then mm. move on to like. Friday night drinks. I was going to say though, Grace, I'm not doing Fridays because I go out Friday night after work. Okay. So, <laughs> not every day. Thursday, like it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. We'll have to figure Thursday, something out. Thursday's a good day for work related social activities yes. mm. because it lets people have their Friday for their own like time mm. after work. But Thursday's like, you know, you've got to come back into the office the next day anyway. So. What about May as well footy? get drunk and sleep there. Yeah. It's not very COVID safe. But. You could have the flags. You have the little like Velcro belts oh, yeah. and then you have flags that you pull off. So instead of touching people, you pull the flags off. Yeah, love that. Flag footy is much harder than oh, touch so footy. Yeah. It's so much harder. So you much fun it wouldn't though. be, but 
getting those little flags is mm, tricky. True. I've never played flag. Oh footy. my god, it was the best thing I've ever. only because <laughs> we played. Um, I think they just called it tag, and you just like tuck those little like things into your shorts, and you just rip them out. Is yeah, that you the could, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically the same. <laughs> okay, Grace, <laughs> right. can I make a suggestion? Yes, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'd really like to get some boxing pads and yes. gloves for everyone else, and we can just start boxing, boxing. each other in the ring. I was saying to Mason the other day, I feel like I need to do some boxing. (laughs) Let's stress out. (laughs) Yeah, so you and me, uh, you can come with me as soon as it opens in a month. Um, We'll get real good and then watch out. TJ, Mason, Mason. (laughs) Can you have a like little tournament? Yeah. Everybody all go learn Mm. and then you can all just have little sparring matches against each other and we'll see who reigns supreme. Oh, God. Tommy, <laughs> yeah. Tommy beat the shit out of us. We'll have broken noses and yeah. black yeah. I mean, Tommy's got an advantage. He's got a length advantage on me, but I've got a maybe That's skill true. set advantage on him. What's what's the deal with WorkSafe? Are we getting covered for that? Crystal, <laughs> yeah, you can be the, the umpire in the ring. <laughs> yeah, I'll the do that. <laughs> I, did a, um, I did a charity like boxing match. Uh, in 2016, and it's honestly the best. Like it's the best fucking the fun one in ever. Perth, or and yeah, you, you were oh, boxing, really? people boxing, yeah. Oh, God. oh wow. wow, it was. Did you knock her eyelashes out? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I actually um, fought against a girl who had an extreme height and reach advantage over me. Oh. Um, it yeah, it didn't work out in my favor. Is that oh, no. scary? Like, what's th- yeah? No, it really isn't. Like after you've had. Um, after you've like done all the training, I th- God, I'm trying to think how many weeks of training it was. Because one like of my friends did it. Weeks. Yeah, one of my friends did it. Um, probably a couple years ago, and she said it was so intense, like the training that like so, so strict and what you ate, and I think she had to put on weight so that her she was a similar weight to her boxing partner. So she was like eating all this stuff all the time. We we're like, oh my God. Just seemed crazy. Yeah, it's it's the best fun. Like if anyone's yeah. thinking about doing and it, Jess did I it. Fully recommend. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I had to lose weight, Grace, to match oh. mine. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the front. S- sit in a sauna. <laughs> um, I agree, though. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. It's so thrilling, like being in the ring and just like afterwards. I've never felt so like euphoric. Is the word for it. Like you just, it's just like this weird high, and I won. Yeah. So I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's that why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Did you get I mean, hurt the, at all, Crystal? No, no, not really. I, I don't know if I'm. I'm not sure. I don't want to generalize, but I don't know if these kind of charity fights um, for women. I just didn't feel I knew I was getting like when you get hit, you know that you've been hit, but you honestly don't feel anything in the fight. The next day I was like a bit sore as you would be because it's also like an intensely physical thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It'd be like running a race. Right. But you don't feel the the hits the way you think that you would. I think it's just the adrenaline, like the lights. You can't see anything outside of the ring. You can only see this other person. Like it's so it's actually quite like intimate. It's really intense. But the wow. best fun. Like fun. <laughs> right, let's do it, mate. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, no, we could do it. That'd be great. Grace, you should actually sign up and then you should do the next fight that they do. Maybe. Maybe. That's I could do it though. I used to do boxing back at, in Perth. Like when I had a PT, that was like one of the main exercises that we did. So great. I enjoyed it. I think you'd be great at it. Yeah. I think you should yeah. give it a shot. I'd just duck and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, When's the next one? That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just before we finish up, guys, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Ryan Shelton on the show and he, we were talking about his videos that he releases on the 11th of every month and we were coming up with a few ideas for him and we uh, had this little discussion. Can there be some sort of like hidden message in there for Hump Day Replay so we know that you thought about it and then decided not to do it? Okay. Well, I, okay. I can't so maybe, call it um, Jess because my ex-girlfriend's name is Jess. And she'll that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's, what about Lucas? That's cute. Like a, a boy oh, cow. Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. If I if I do it, it'll be, the cow will be called Lucas. So his video that came out on the eleventh, it wasn't about cows, uh, but the character in it was called Lucas. 
<laughs> so, Thanks, <very> Ryan. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Bit of a celebration there. That was so exciting. <laughs> Jess, how does it feel? Do you feel famous? Um, a little bit. I was like, not famous. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe it he actually good, nodded to us. Like, how funny that he actually remembered to do it. <laughs> so, so nice, of him, isn't exciting. it? He's yeah. great. It is very cool. <laughs> I really um loved listening to that episode and George, you just absolutely like fanboying out. <laughs> it was so great. It was just really joyous and delightful. Like it was just really fun uh, to listen to. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Crystal. Sorry we uh we just bombarded you with some <laughs> questions that we don't know. <laughs> My absolute but, um, pleasure. <laughs> it was it was really great and everyone should go and check out Z Feed on Instagram and zfeed.com.au. Mm. It's so exciting what you're doing. Like I think we we look up to what you're doing and you as a creator and it's yeah, it's super awesome that you're developing this sort of niche and being able to really focus on it and, and give people exactly what they want. So it's so cool. Oh, thank you. The feeling's definitely mutual. I think all of you guys are amazing. And I'm slowly making my way through appearing on every single podcast. (laughs) 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 Great. All right. Thanks for that, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next week.